a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Katja Vaktul, Broadsheet's Editorial Director and the host of this guide to Melbourne. Today, we are heading to a new cocktail bar that'll transport you straight to the 1970s. Think vinyl chairs, lace curtains, motel-style landscape paintings, and lots and lots of brown. But first, we're going to hear about future plans for one of the most popular and delicious Melbourne openings of the year. One of our favourite restaurants of the year was supposed to be here for a good time, but not a long time. But it turns out that hit Greek pop-up Cafe Neon is actually going to be sticking around for longer. Broadsheet's national editor, Michael Harry, has news about this. Welcome, Michael. Breaking news. Thank you. Breaking news. Breaking restaurant news. This is breaking news for us because I know we both love this restaurant and it was only supposed to be open for winter, a couple of months. I was concerned. I remember at the time thinking, I'm going to have to book in multiple times after I'd eaten there the first time to try and get in as much as possible before it closed. Hmm. So it's Cafe Neon and it's like based on those little tavernas of Greece in Athens specifically. So it's very casual, super kind of relaxed menu, multiple sizes of dishes, Mm. carafes of wine. But I think the fact that it's so chilled out makes it sort of revolutionary at the moment. It's just sort of stripped back. Awesome hospitality. Such tasty food. Great food. Like every time something hits the table, everyone kind of just has a bite and it's like, oh, you know, it's one of those, one of those situations where mm. unfussy food, but totally delicious. And you think to yourself, I remember at the end thinking, we've got a little bit of the lamb left over just because we were so full. And I was like, can I, I want to take that home. Like, can I, can I take that home? Cause it yeah. feels like the kind of thing that you would get at, you know, a home cooked meal, but like, of course, elevated. Box it up. Who's behind it for those who maybe aren't familiar or haven't got to the cafe yet? Stavros and Alex Konis, husband and wife. So they run a place in Richmond called Salona. Salona was expanding, doing some renovations. So they called their friend Con Christopoulos. One of right. Melbourne's, you know, most important, I guess, like veterans of the, the dining landscape here. Yeah. Uh, who has a bunch of places on that corner of Spring Street and Burke Street, like Supper Club, City Wine Shop. We know him, we love him. Yep. So he had this cafe space, self-preservation. self-preservation, which was kind of just sitting there. Very cool, like, but unassuming cafe spot. One of those long, narrow city Yeah, it was great, shops. great for a coffee meeting and, and just kind of a hangout spot, but mm. it was sitting empty post-pandemic. So Stavros and Alex bought their staff and moved in and took over. But it's a kind of joint venture. Initially, it was going to be a Salona pop-up, but then they decided to try this new slash old concept of an Athenian tavern. Hadn't Con always said he would never open a Greek restaurant? That wasn't his thing. Well, yeah, because he's from this Greek family, he doesn't want to cook Greek, but they convinced him now was the time. And yeah, it's just kind of been an instant hit. It opened in May, it's packed out, kind of it's, it's giving people what they want. Were they surprised by the reaction they got? And is that one of the reasons they've decided to keep it going? Totally. So they're like, we can't stop this now. Like, you know, we're full every night. Like it was only supposed to be open for a couple of months, but let's keep it going till the end of the year. So mm-hmm. they're going to stay in that spot running till at least Christmas. Yep. And meanwhile, they've got their eye out looking for another venue and it's, they found somewhere they're like, we can't tell you it's 99% signed on, whatever, but it's going to be in the city and it's going to be the same concept as Cafe Neon, that Athens kind of good times Great. venue, but... I don't, we don't know where it is. It's probably okay. going to be very much around there in that sort of zone. Has Con got any plans for the space once yes. Athenion moves out? Yeah. So Con's going to turn his hand to another kind of thing that he hasn't done before, which is a Japanese restaurant. 
details are scant, unfortunately, but yeah. um, it's going to be like a sushi bar. It's going to be completely overhauled from what it is now because the space is, looks as it did pretty much when it was self-preservation. Yeah. Like they, they really haven't done anything to it. It works so well for the current iteration. I mean, I, yeah. I'm sure they'll find a way to make it work for Japanese too, but it actually feels like it was born and designed to house a casual Greek restaurant. Yeah, exactly. But with, but with a bit of like sultry sexiness to it as well. Like it's not, yeah. you don't walk in and see whitewashed walls and blue paint. Yeah. It's not quite like a Greek waiters club. Like it's no. sort of a bit higher elevated than that. Yeah. But it's um it's kind of in that great zone as well, like near paperback books and Hill of Content and Grossi. That little Burke Street section. Pellegrini's and, uh, you know, that's, that's Melbourne, isn't it? Now tell us, something's been going on as well up there. Like it's a bit of an informal kind yeah. of great club that's been happening. A little FYI is there's like a, a private room upstairs, but you, you kind of go up these rickety stairs and into the kitchen where they've got all the photos of the dishes like printed out and pinned on the wall of the kitchen, go through the kitchen. And then there is this little room, which you can hire for, you know, up to 12 people, but you're often going to find old Greek men playing, uh, what is it? Backgammon <laughs> and drinking ouzo and kind of like very much in the spirit of these kind of old cafe neons. Yeah. If you want to go to cafe neon, then you can continue to book until the end of the year. And I guess we'll wait to see what is happening next year. Alex insists that uh, Broadsheet will be the first to know where this new Cafe Neon is. So we will be holding them to that. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. A new bar in South Melbourne is a celebration of history's daggiest decade in all its kitschy glory. The person who wrote this story, Ruby Harris, didn't write that. And that certainly didn't come from the owner. That was our editor, Cal, we think. You could argue the 70s is history's daggiest decade or not. We can discuss that with Cal when we get back to the office. But at Bar Hiccup, there are vinyl chairs, nostalgic snacks and playful cocktails in a cosy space above one of Melbourne's best burger shops. Broadsheet editor Ruby Harris is here to share the details. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. You're here not to talk about a deli this week, a bar. No, I know. It's branching out for me. Out of your comfort zone. <laughs> um, so I love what you've ha- the way you've begun this story, which is you'll know that it's Bar Hiccup is open if the welcome mat's outside the door. And if it's not, then off you go. Keep going. It's not open. Uh, but it's one of those places you would miss, correct, if you if you didn't know it was there. Absolutely. It's a it's a door with a tiny little bar hiccup sign. Um, you could easily walk past it a hundred times and not know it's there. And I think, you know, a lot of places try to do this speakeasy vibe, but I feel like it's an authentic speakeasy with a license. <laughs> um, yeah, you really don't know it's there. They put a welcome mat out on Friday and Saturday nights and otherwise... You know, there's no way of knowing if they're there or not. Yeah, just might see a nice little glow in the in the second story of this building. You've described it as a space that feels like it's been fossilized in amber since 1977. I don't know how you beat that description. Why? Why is that? How does it get that feel? I think well, so everything is sourced from estate sales, marketplace, people's homes. Um, one of the owners, Laura, she basically tried to recreate her grandfather's living room, and I think that you know, it gives me the vibe that I'm in someone's grandparents' house. Um, so it's super authentic. You know, they didn't create anything from scratch. It's all come from that era or around that time. Mm. Um, and it's a real, you know, she bought the flooring from Marketplace and she buffed it and installed it herself. Like they did everything from scratch by themselves. Haven't people come into the bar and say like, oh my God, that chair. Oh my God, that TV. Like didn't someone call their parent to tell them about like this 
a model of something that they hadn't seen since they were younger? Yeah, she said on, I think it was the opening night, um, this guy came in and immediately started FaceTiming who she thinks was his mum. And it was like, do you recognize this TV? Like we had that TV. Do you recognize this chair? Like I think there's so much nostalgia in the space for anyone who was, you know, around in that time. Not yeah. me, but other people. <laughs> there, There is a lot of nostalgia going on in our restaurants and bars at the moment from the decor to also the snacks. And people are making an effort to not just do a an imitation of the 70s or the 80s or whatever it might be. People like Laura, who, who owned Bar Hiccup, are really making an effort to source the things that came from that time. So the co-owner, Lyndall, was like, we have to have a tinned section on the menu. Um, and Laura said that she was like, I don't know if that's going to go over so well. I'm not sure. And it's been a hit. Like people love it. People are getting, you know, little tins of sardines and having it with their cocktails on a Friday night. Let's talk about, let's talk about the menu actually. So one of the snacks you mentioned on there is Dolmades, you know, a great afternoon snack that might be eaten by yayas around Melbourne. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, tell us about some of the other things you might get on the menu. It's a cocktail bar. That's the focus. The food is all sort of meze style, small snacks, little bites that you can get along with your drinks. And it's all very inspired by that time, but with their own twist on it. So they wanted to do a deviled egg situation, but she, Laura was saying she doesn't like eggs. Oh, no. So it's a dessert that looks like a deviled egg, but it's not deviled eggs. <laughs> Who's the chef in this equation? So Laura and Lyndall actually own Pickle and Patty, which is underneath. They're not connected at all. You can't access either one from the inside, but they're, they own both. Pickle and Patty is the burger store. Yes. Underneath. Bar Hiccup. Bar Hiccup. They've designed the menu. They're cooking in the kitchen. She said, it's quite funny. She'll be like downstairs slinging burgers. And then 10 minutes later, she's upstairs at Bar Hiccup. And people obviously go upstairs after they've had a burger and they're like, weren't you just <laughs> <laughs> downstairs? <laughs> The cocktails are obviously one of the main reasons you'll head there and they definitely have a 70s feel. Let's talk about some of those and we can start with Pickles. Pickles is Laura's cat and also if you look at the imagery for the bar, it's a cat that is modelled after Pickles. A lot of the cocktails actually are named after staff members' cats so that's sort of the real vibe going through the menu. So it's a 70s style cat lady bar. (laughs) So their bar manager, Rich, has sort of been given free reign to get creative. So there's the classics. There's some really random mixes of things that you maybe wouldn't expect, but that sound really exciting. And then there's cocktails named after things to do with the 70s. So there's the Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. There's a Kermit cocktail. Yeah, they've really leaned right into that era. So you've got your cocktails. I'm assuming there's also wine and beer. They've got their snack menu, but can you grab a burger from downstairs and head upstairs to have that with your cocktail or is that a bit? Yeah, it's totally separate. So you can't get anything from downstairs brought up, which they've done on purpose. They want it to be a cocktail bar and they want the focus to be the drinks. Okay. So you're going down for your burger and then back up again if you want another drink. Yeah, exactly. Right now it's just open on Friday and Saturday nights. Do they have any plans to expand that in the future? Yeah. So they're planning to hopefully extend those hours. They said, you know, it's super early days. They've only been open for a few weeks. They've also started doing like quiz nights and trivia nights and they said they're going to start renting it out for private functions as well, which you can imagine a party in that kind of space would be incredible. There would be very little to do to basically get people excited. So basically if you are looking for a spot with lace curtains and a grandfather clock, this is a place to go. Why is it called Bar Hiccup, by the way? Sorry, a little bit of an error on my behalf before. Hiccup is the name of the cat that belongs to Laura. Pickles is another staff member's cat. (laughs) There are a lot of cats happening around there. It's hard to keep track of everyone. Oh, God, so it really is a tribute to to the cats of Melbourne. The cats and the 70s. 
Bahi Cup is at Level 1, 181 Clarendon Street in South Melbourne. The hours are Friday and Saturday, 5pm till midnight. And if you are looking for a super fun event, you should probably call Laura to book in. Thanks, Ruby. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore mel. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and leave us a review. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening now. You can find new episodes in your feed every Monday, Wednesday and Friday morning. Listener.